Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. It's your boy, J.C. Cribs, a.k.a. Big Black. I think we just got Jay Poe hopping on here, a.k.a. The Fat. How you doing, Jay Poe? I'm here, buddy. How are you doing today? Doing good, man. Hey, I got, I got a little better audio quality. I, I set my game up from the last time, so that way I don't sound like I'm, like, trapped in the closet somewhere doing a podcast. <laughs> doing a bo- the podcast in the basement somewhere with a freaking muffled phone. So I got that going. Hey, I also I also just got my new glasses. I, I can't say where I got them from because they're not paying us money. But I'll tell you this right now. I only paid like 40 bucks for these. I'm looking fresh. Uh-oh. I can see these. I, I, I can see through this wall right now, man. I feel like I'm Superman, bro. <laughs> but here's the question. To go with those new glasses, have you found anywhere to get a fresh fade? Or are you still just letting that go, man? Bro, it's hard times out here, man. <laughs> it's hard times. <laughs> Anyone, I used to cut my hair way back in the day, way back in college, cut my buddies with cut each other's hair. No one's cutting hair anymore. You know, my barber's whole shop's closed down. He didn't send the information out, so I don't know where this kid went. And I'm afraid to try. I can't have my girlfriend try. I feel my barber would, like, somehow find me and be like, you had your girl try to cut your face, bro? That's like, you just lose your barber card right there, man. <laughs> you lose your barber card. That's <laughs> probably true, man. You probably do. You know? So what's going on, man, today? How was your day? Not bad, bro. Great, great weather out here in Pittsburgh. I'm Beautiful excited. weather. I'm, I'm excited for the draft, man. We got in a couple days, the NFL draft. I think all of the world is excited to really see some sports come back. Oh, man, I can tell you this, dude. I'm stoked. I've been waiting for it. And you know what? I'm going to do I'm gonna do a little something. So when we're done right. with this skit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put us both on the spot with something I haven't even mentioned oh, yet. Oh, man. All right? Audible, audible, audible. Hot route, hot route. i'm ready man i'm all game for that bro so hey i'm ready to get started if you are man again thank you everyone for for tuning in to us this is big black and the fat is our second episode podcast right here uh definitely check us out we got uh we got our podcast running on anchor.com as well as spotify you can check our twitter page out that's follow us at capital b b a n d t f on twitter you can check all our podcasts out there we post them up and we're ready to go with episode two here. We got a great show. We're gonna rank all 32 NFL teams by their fancy football point outage. So what I mean is how much these guys we think before the draft they're gonna put out for total fancy football points. We're incorporating all offensive players, so of course quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, so on and so forth, as well as full defense, not IDP, but full defense. We ranked it from one to 32. We're also gonna break down the top five and bottom five teams. And which rookies in this NFL draft would be best suited for those teams to help produce some great fantasy football numbers? Yeah, man, this should be a great show. And like JC said, you know, follow us on Anchor. Just a side note, you do not have to have the app downloaded. If you click the link true, that we true. post on our Twitter, just scroll down. You don't have to hit Spotify or the RSS feed. You can if you want that. That's great. But all you got to do is scroll down and you can play it right off of the page. Exactly. We, might, we had a little bit of a, a glip there where people maybe hadn't found it. So, yeah, my buddy played it right from his web page, right from Safari. He just scrolled, press play, he was in the car. So, yeah, just like Jay Post said, find us out those ways. Technology's a little crazy. We get that. And then also check us out on our Twitter page. Ask a question if you can't find our, our, uh, our newest episodes, just in case. For sure. Hey, man, do you, do you want to start this off or do you want me to start it off? I'm going to have you go first, bro. I'm going to have you go. All right. So do you, do you, do you want me to go by my, my top five first or do you want me to go through my top ten and then we'll go over our fives after we go over the ten? 
Yeah, let's go top 10, and then we'll circle back. I might ask a couple questions here and there, and then we'll circle back around, and I want to hear your, your top five players for those top five teams. For sure. All right, man. So, one, I got the Ravens. Oh, oh that's already that's already interesting. All right, keep <laughs> that's going. already interesting. All right, all right. <laughs> Two, I got the Saints. Three, I got the Chiefs. Four, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Five, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I got the Seahawks coming in at six, followed by the Vikings at seven. I'm going to roll with the Titans at eight. I got the Cardinals going at nine. I think they're going to be a producing machine. And fly, Eagles, fly at 10, baby. E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to fit the Eagles in the top 10. It's a bold uh, move, well, my friend. It's a bold move. <laughs> so, so I did this three times. So I did them all from last years. Then I changed them according to uh, free agency moves and all that. Then I did it again on my own personal value. So that's what I came up with. What do you got, man? All right. So my top 10, I've got the uh, start off with the Arizona Cardinals. Next up, okay. Kansas City Chiefs. Number okay. three, I got the New Orleans Saints. Number four, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I think they're going to be a powerhouse. Number five, very underrated team. I don't think we're giving enough credit, enough respect. The Seattle Seahawks at number five. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Okay. I had them at a six, so all right, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. So they're up there. Number six is the Tampa Bay Bucks. Seven, oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm thinking they just change it around because, again, remember, guys, we're doing this before the draft on purpose. We're going to – we're ranking our teams full fancy football points before the draft. That way after, we're going to come out with another episode, re-rank them, see how different it is. But, yeah, if I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Bucks, I'm still saying right now with Brady, they're going to be a top team. Next up, I have okay. the Buffalo Bills, very underrated with the team they have currently. And, they mm -hmm. can, of course, add more on the draft. Next up, the L.A. Chargers, the Dallas Cowboys at number nine. And then finally, the round at the top ten – are the Houston Texans. Okay, man. I like it. You know what? And I would like to put a caveat there because we do have a mutual friend who, who is a Buccaneers fan. <laughs> and I, I did have the Buccaneers higher, but I actually dropped them, but I still have them as, as a top 15. All right. So I'm going to go over my top five teams, why I think um, well, well, why I rank them the, the way I did. And I think the best players or maybe surprise players that these teams nice. are going to take in the draft. All right? All right. So I went with the Ravens one. I think they're going to be fantasy football powerhouses. Or powerhouses. You, Lamar Jackson. I think Miles Boykin's finally going to come on. I think Justice Hill's going to see a lot more in catching the ball out of the backfield. I think he's going to see a lot more reps at running the ball, too. You know, of course, Mark Andrews out there at tight end. Um, you know, um, I, I, I think that the Ravens are going to put up – they have it across the board. Their defense, too, they have it across the board to put put up points. And I would like to see Jonathan Taylor go to the Baltimore nice. Ravens. Answer me this. If Jonathan Taylor goes to the Baltimore Ravens and you have the first or second overall pick in a, PP, in a PPR league, not a standard league, do you still take Jonathan Taylor with one of those picks in a run-heavy offense? I might. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes to that. This is the reason why. Derrick Henry hardly had any catches last year. I think teams start to realize that if he did, and especially the Titans start to realize that if he did, he would be unstoppable. 
So I believe that Taylor's hands are being undervalued. So I could see the Ravens getting him involved. He's a three-down back. We all know this. Yeah. So I can see yeah. him getting involved in the passing game on a limited basis, but still getting those extra PPR points for you, along with the 100-yard games. He reminds me of how the, how the Browns use Nick Chubb. Again, they yeah. have Kareem Hunt there, so they all do have a catch back running back, catch, catching running back. But if Chubb needed to, he could catch that ball. He just doesn't have to. Right, 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 right. So at two, I got the Saints. So free agency, they added Emmanuel Sanders. I think that that was a good add. I think Definitely. the Saints could be. I think the Saints could be looking to land Jordan Love or Jacob Eason as oh. Drew Brees' heir apparent. And I know we said we weren't going to go to to IDP. I must have not have catch that when I did this. But um, <laughs> I like I like a, uh, AJ Terrell going there if you're in a specific kind of like we're in a flea flicker league so you have, so they specify you have to take a safety or a corner as opposed to where sleeper you can just take a defensive back so if you're using the flea flicker side of it uh aj terrell at corner that's where i'm going there for the saints i like jordan love pick i think that they're looking at his interceptions and freaking out and i have no idea yeah. why lest we forget last year one of the top fancy football quarterbacks Jameis Winston threw mm-hmm. more picks than everyone in the league I'm kidding but it felt like he did so he still had fancy football relevancy throwing so many picks with a great offense you put Jordan Love in there even if he has some pick problems he's got a great offense there with Kamara Thomas and the whole gang yeah 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 it, it's not all going to be on his shoulders and a caveat on uh Jameis is, is he's a gunslinger. He'll throw the four picks a game. He'll throw four touchdowns. I think we would speak about him differently if he mounted that fourth quarter drive to win a game as opposed exactly. to that fourth quarter drive to throw a pick and lose the, the, the a game. So at the Chiefs for three, I'm going to say the Chiefs take either J.K. Dobbins or DeAndre Swift at running back which is just get if you can get a running back of that caliber, either one of them in an Andy Reid offense by all either day, way. by all day. And a uh, linebacker, Kenneth Murray from from Oklahoma, K-9. I think that they have a chance there. Yeah, I like, I like Murray. We're not talking about IDP. We'll have, definitely have that IDP show. Love Murray. And I, I definitely think it's a toss-up. It's really whoever's there. For the Chiefs, if they're still looking running back, whoever's there, Dobbins or Swift is a toss-up. For you guys in your fantasy football draft, if you have number one, that's a that's a hard toss-up between like Taylor, Dobbins, or Swift. But again, it matters how your team looks. Myself, one of my teams, I have Kenyon Drake. I also have Rojo. I'd probably want to go someone that's going to continue to give me those PPR points. So I'd probably go Dobbins or Swift over Taylor, but that's just my opinion. Right, right, right. So a little I'm gonna I'm gonna do kind of four and five here real uh, quick. Okay, cool. So you so you can get into yours. I got the 49ers taking Henry Ruggs. Nice. I like that pick. I got the Cowboys, as I already stated in our last show, Jalen Rager, TCU. I also see them taking a pass-catching tight end in the in rounds three to five. So I would say look for Adam Troutman or uh yeah, um, or Bryson Hopkins. So I like them to get a pass-catching t- t- tight end. So they're there are my top five. Where are you going, buddy? I actually have Adam Troutman on my tight ends uh sleeper board. So good pick there, man. Um, all right, so yeah, let me start mine off, guys. Uh, first, the Arizona Cardinals. Again, we are doing this pre-draft. So we're looking at teams, the top five right now. We're going to do the bottom five in a little bit. Who they should draft to help produce fancy points on that team. So for the Cardinals, I'm choosing tight end Thaddeus Moss. LSU, like Thaddeus it. Moss. 
I like, I like that. Again, this is a guy we got to think of. Oh, my gosh, he might be a little bit injured. He's got a little banged up. I look at him like you should have looked at DK Metcalf last year because I dropped him number one overall. Holler at your boy. This guy got hurt <laughs> earlier in the season. Getting <laughs> free fitting, big homie. I got to throw it in there, man. You know, I'm looking for two championships this year. So this kid got hurt. He got banged up a little bit. He had minor knee surgery. DK Metcalf, I think it might have been like the third or fourth game. I was worried a little bit. The kid came back a game later. And then you just start to dominate for the rest of the season. So Thaddeus Moss, I feel, is that type of player for the Cardinals. He can get banged up. They don't have a tight end. They got no one that's even fantasy football relevant. They have so many wide receivers. That tight end could have a field day. guy like Moss could be very productive on that team. Yeah, pedi- uh, pedigree. That's all we need to say. Yep, pedigree. Yep. I, I, know he, I know he was not used extensively at LSU, but – the pedigree, I think, in the NFL, Thaddeus Moss will definitely uh, be an impactful tight end for sure. Two, buddy. All right, Kansas City Chiefs, it kind of matches what you got. I have DeAndre Swift going out of Georgia. You got Swift or Dobbins. It's pretty much written in stone. They should really drop one of these guys. They're a pass-catching, running-back type of team. Damian Williams has been banged up. I think he's only 26 or 27. There's really no one behind that's really shown worth McCoy's probably on his way out they could easily slide someone in have them learn from Williams and then it could be a split backfield for a couple of years and then boom if you're in dynasty leagues you got maybe a running back for the next four or five years I like the pick buddy I like up it ne- up next we got New Orleans Saints this is an interesting pick so I really want to talk about how teams need to find players that fit just like in your fantasy football league you got to find players that fit New Orleans Saints I think they should take Henry Ruggs III if he's there okay if he's, there, yeah. if he's there, yeah. If he's there. So that's 11, right? 11, I do believe, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I want to say. And again, we're, we're kind of playing devil's advocate here, but let's just say he falls to them. This is why I like him in that position. You got Michael Thomas. Big boy Thomas, in my opinion, I know D-Hop guys are going to be like, hey, what are you talking about? The best receiver, the best receiver in the league, the best fantasy football receiver in the league. And then comes D-Hop, in my opinion. But that's another show. Michael Thomas out there. <laughs> Breeze is in win-now mode. Ruggs is football ready. He doesn't need to sit on the sideline and learn anything. He's going to learn the playbook. He's going to absorb it. Boom. He's out there. They don't have a true slot guy. And they don't have a guy, aside from Thomas, that can really stretch the field and have proven his worth. A couple guys, Trey Collins Smith, tried a few others. He could be that slot wide receiver two back and forth type of guy that could really give that offense that next tier of play. I like it, man. Um, I think that given Drew Brees any weapons, especially like rugs, and if you ha- with already Michael Thomas being there, that's going to take so much pressure off of rugs. He's going to see a ton of single coverage. He'll kill a safety, man. He'll kill a safety. Oh my god, Come he's going to go. He's going to take the defense. He's going to take the tops off every single time. Imagine Brees, uh, who still has a cannon, throwing him the loose yeah. ball. Could be game over. Yeah, lid blowing off of that D, buddy. Go on, man. <laughs> All right, next up, the Baltimore Ravens. I have them going with Zach Moss out of Utah. Okay. I really okay. like this pick because they might be looking for value. It's a, they're a value team. That's a hard ball draft. Yeah, they're value teams. I know they took Hollywood Brown, but he fell a little bit. They're a value team. So think about it. Ingram, the way even the way Ingram looks, if you look at Ingram, his build, what, 5'11", to what, 220? Zach Moss Roughly, really yeah. That, yeah, Zach Moss really fits that type of build. I know they have Justice Hill. I really think they need to convert him into a full-on third-down PPR kind of catchback because he's just not going to be able to handle the rock three downs. But Zach Moss, same type of build as Ingram. I feel he's got the same type of nastiness, same type of grittiness that Ingram has. And I think him learning from Ingram and then pairing up, you're going to have a great running back for that offense that runs the ball so much. 
Yeah, you know what? Um, I think no matter where you go with the Baltimore R- Ravens, if you're talking running back, fantasy football, that team runs the ball so much. Exactly. You're, you can't go wrong with any of them. You really can't. That's true, and it's almost like what the 49ers were doing last year. I know Raheem Morissette took over at the end, but Coleman was eating, Breda was eating, they, and apparently signed right. everyone back too, which is hilarious. I think Breda just signed his, uh, his one-year extent or his one-year sign-up, and then uh, I think yeah, Jeff Wilson he did. did. But so that's just a whole other thing. But anyway, yes, they could eat with multiple backs. Seahawks are kind of doing the same thing or trying to. I think the Ravens could do the same thing. Up next, finally, rounded out the Seattle Seahawks. I have, again, going back to tight end, Mr. Hunter Bryant out of I like Washington. It. It, mm-hmm. Now, also be on the lookout. I might do a five on it special with this guy, another five on it episode. By the way, new five on it just got uh, up and running. So definitely check that out. Uh, plug. Yep. plug. <laughs> Get <laughs> it on there, buddy. So definitely, definitely check him out there. I got the newest episode, episode number three up and running. But the biggest thing that I look at when I look at Hunter Bryant is, again, a knee. So they have a need at yeah. tight end. I know they just signed Greg Olson, I believe, but again, just how Witten got signed, Jason Witten got signed to the Raiders, they're there for the locker room. They're there to help make those young guys better. They're there to help build that team up and not really be there to, say, take on a full workload. So I believe a guy like Hunter Bryan can sit there, learn behind a guy like Olson, and still get some points in that very uh, prolific offense. Yeah, you know what? And uh, I like that that we both mentioned tight ends because in the first episode we haven't my uh cut the fat player profiles like I, I touched on Troutman um the the fives on it we we haven't gone there but this is a good tight end class you know Hunter Bryant Bryson Hawkins Adam Troutman Cole Komet I think all of these guys can have an impact no no matter where they go man so I like that add in the big uglies a little bit I enjoy yeah. that Definitely, definitely. Also, that last episode, my last five one episode, number three, is about my boy from Virginia, wide receiver Joe Reed. Definitely check it out. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna switch things up here. We're gonna go to the bottom five, and then we'll come back around and kind of fill our board from there. So we went one to ten. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna go our just our bottom five here, and then we're gonna talk about the five players there, and then we'll kind of wrap up the whole thirty-two. We'll kind of just work through the whole rest of the list there. So how about you start there, your bottom five. For fantasy football points. Yeah, so, so I'm going to start with 32 to 28. Great. Sounds good. All right. All right. So I got the Redskins at, at 32. They did that. I think Kyle Allen going there with Riverboat Ron was a good move. <laughs> they, they signed Peyton Barber, Cody Latimer. I was actually big on Latimer coming out of yeah, Indiana. It never really panned out. You know, they, they kind of shored up that line. A little bit. They they assigned Brandon Scherf. Um, they got JD McKissick. Um, they got Schweitzer at guard too. I still say all the draft pundits are right. If you pass up Chase Young at two, that's not me being a Ohio State homer. It's just what you have to do. And I also see them taking Donovan Peoples Jones, man. I like it. I like it. Who you got next? Uh, Thirty one. I'm gonna go the Jets. Uh, like I already said, sh- uh, like about the Redskins, they shored up their line. Connor McGovern, Josh Andrews, George Fant, uh, Brashard Perryman. Uh, rookies, I see them taking somebody like Juwan Jennings out of Oregon. I like them taking Devin Duvernay. Um, but I, 
those are probably the routes I'm going to take. I'm going to see them kind of going early on, taking a tackle, and maybe around third, fourth, fifth rounds going wide receiver. I got a question for you. I, w- I want to pick your brain a little bit here. Yeah, Should they, and I, I don't think any any pundits, any guys, any guys we follow on fantasy football, anyone's really talking about this. Should the, the Jets that we've been talking about, you, you read on the articles, read everywhere, we're talking about right now, hey, they should go wide receiver. They should go offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Should they go running back? Should they go running back in this draft? Because Led Bell did nothing. And he's going to be, what, 27, 28 right now? And they yeah. don't have a, a prayer in the world behind him if he goes down with a bad hamstring injury or goes down for multiple games to help support Sam Darnold. So, you know what? I was actually thinking about this the other day. And we're all, we all know how Le'Veon Bell runs the ball. He runs it like nobody else does in the league. He stays patient be behind his line. He he stays on the balls of his toes. He waits for his opening. He could do that in Pittsburgh that had a good line. The Jets don't have a good line. (laughs) What are you talking about? The Jets, they get that A-gap penetration, and he starts dancing behind the line. It's it's, it's not a good thing. I think they go line. I think they go line. I think they take a wide receiver, second, third, fourth round, somewhere in those second to fourth round. They may go running back later, but if anything, I think if he doesn't produce a game this year, I think that would be something they address next year. Got so you. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So 30, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. They just got Jordan Howard. Um, I'm going to kind of stick with the norm here. I'm going to say they go Tua or Justin Herbert. But I have a caveat on the Dolphins that I would like to talk about because I was thinking about this. All right. Well, what if what if the Dolphins gave Josh Rosen a chance? Two years ago, we're calling ah. this kid – Two years ago, everybody's calling him Chosen Rosen, the next best thing to come out of football. So, Josh Rosen, I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say he's never really been given a true chance. With, I mean, the Cardinals did not have a good line. They didn't have anything. Miami, we all know what they were last year. Very they true. were garbage. So, I am going to tell you, I'm going to put on my GM cap. If I was the GM for the Dolphins, don't know what his name is off the top of my head. Honestly, I really don't, (laughs) and I don't care. But if I were to be the GM for the Dolphins, this is what I would do. And some of these may be a reach, but I feel like they're going to address every position at need if they gave Josh Rosen a chance. At four, they're going to take Mekhi Becton because he will not make it past the Jets at 11. At 18, they come and they take Jerry Judy. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Interesting. All right. Do you At, think you think you think Judy's going to be on the board by then, or till or still still by then? He, I don't know because your Raiders may swipe him up, but yeah, yeah. But Judy at eighteen, right? They come back at twenty six and take DeAndre Swift, and I'm going to tell you why. Wow. I'm going to tell you why. Because they won't, DeAndre Swift will not make it past Tampa at 45 if the Chiefs do pass on him. All right. So if Miami, if Miami waits until 39, Tampa may try to jump them. All right. So the scenario goes like this. All right. Tampa could possibly trade 45 and 117 to Carolina for 38 because Carolina can still get their projected edge rusher 
at the 45 pick that everybody's saying that they're going to take. So if the Dolphins can land Becton, Judy, and Swift, you address your line problems, you put somebody outside of Preston Williams, and you give a good compliment to Jordan Howard and DeAndre Swift. So there, that's my Miami Dolphins GM moment. I I ran that by Adam Poe. I'm going to give him a shout out. He hates (laughs) me now because he said that I just destroyed his first two rounds with Becton and Swift off of the board. All right. So I, I, I like that comparison to saying if Rosen has talent around him, a la Jimmy Garoppolo, who is not – he's an okay quarterback, but come on, how many times do you really throw the ball and lead that team? He can produce. I like where you're coming from. They might have enough talent on there to then address a bunch of different positions. Yeah, and like I said, two years ago, everybody's calling him Chosen Rosen, so why not give the kid an actual chance, you know? Yeah, moving around a little bit. Oh, yeah, by the way, Chris Greyer is the – uh general manager of the GM for the Miami Dolphins. There, there we go. Got no idea who he is. <laughs> and he needs he needs to do some work now. He's going to be the GM for the XFL or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so so Becton at four, Judy at 18, Swift at 26. I think that they can make it happen. They just got to get in front of Tampa again. So I think that, gotcha. that, could, that, that that's a possibility. 29, I'm going with the Bears free agency. I think, listen, I'm going to be a Nick Foles truther. I'm an Eagles fan. And that dude got a statue outside of the link. He's a system – He's a system quarterback. He's a rhythm passer. I think that he will give Mitchell Trubisky a run for his money for sure. Um, they, uh, But once again, I'm looking at uh, Kyle Duggar. I think is they're going to go really safety. Uh, they could go wide receiver. I could see them taking somebody like um, Desmond Patton from Washington State or Marquez Callaway from uh, Tennessee. Since you were talking about Joe Reed, I have those guys yeah. roughly in the same tier as Joe Reed. Finally, I'm going to go the Bengals 28. And I'm actually – I bumped them up just because they're going to have A.J. Green back. Okay, so I think that they deserve a little bit of a bump. Um Joe Burrow, it wouldn't surprise me if they got a little bit more fascinated with the way the league goes. And they really trade out of that to the Dolphins if the Dolphins do decide to take a quarterback and want Burrow. And I could see them going to a – and they could take, you know, a later round draft pick to somebody in that same Juwan Jennings, Marcus Callaway, third, fourth, fifth round. So that's where I go for 32 through 28, buddy. What do you got? You know, we're seeing a lot of teams already on the rumor mill trading down this draft because, again, I think a lot of teams are saying, what's a surefire hit versus let me risk something. So, yeah, you can definitely see a few teams trade down there. So, uh, all right, so I'll do my five here. We'll speed up a little bit. I got a little bit of time here. So, 32 New York Jets. I got, J- I got Jerry Judy going, YC of Alabama. Hands down, give Sam Darnold someone to actually throw the ball to. So, that's going to really help him out. But I got the Jets at 32. The Bengals at 31, even though A.J. Green is back, I don't trust him. I don't think he can finish a whole season. Yeah, so I have Joe Burrow. Exactly. And then behind him, again, Boyd's not going to be the number one receiver. I know I'm crushing people's dreams. It's the facts. So I have Joe Burrow going there, consensus number one overall. I have QB, of course, from LSU. The Chicago Bears, I have Jacob Eason going. I like this kid. He's on my radar for a late QB pick. Uh, my One of my fancy teams, I have Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, so I'm looking for that bridge QB I can uh, kind of help, see help develop. So I got him going to the Bears. Right now, the Bears, I feel, are going to do better this year. But still, I don't know if I trust Trubisky or Foles because I don't trust the coaching staff there. So we'll have to see if Miller can stay healthy, Robinson can stay healthy. Maybe they move up a little bit. Uh, next up is the Washington Redskins. 
I got Denzel Mims as a sleeper play there, man. I, like I got it. Denzel Mims going to the Redskins, and I'll tell you why. He's got that grit that Rivera's looking for. He can be the number one. I feel scary, Terry. It's good. Terry McLaurin's good. But I don't, I don't know if he can handle the load. He did get banged up a little bit. I think someone like Denzel Mims – why does he about the Baylor can really fill that spot? What do you think really quick about Yeah, that? you know what? And that's why I had Donovan Peoples-Jones there. They need to give yeah. Terry McLaurin somebody opposite him. So I think the bigger body, Mims, Jones, either way you go, I think they need somebody opposite Terry McLaurin. If you put somebody that is just as good or better than McLaurin opposite, then you're going to have two very – good wide receivers that can produce exactly. in an o- offense that let's play it are going to be playing from behind a lot and are Very true. throwing the ball a lot. So yeah. Be- so you could have a lot of garbage time wide receivers, which is, it's fancy football heaven right there. Everybody. You, know, you got to love it. When and- three, three minutes left and he's watching the ball up to Mims getting the score from like a 22 <laughs> to a 36 or something like that. You got to love it. Love garbage time. So, love him. Love him. garbage time. So uh, last time, last, the uh, last one I got here, number 20, this is 28th overall. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, I just feel like they, they need to just scrap everything and go into complete and utter rebuild mode. This team, I had such high hopes. I had Leonard Fournette before I traded him away this year for Rojo. Uh, I got a first-round pick and a third-round pick out, and it's not that bad. Uh, I have DJ Chark still on my team. I feel he's going to be still good. They're really they're, – they're hoping to mint you. I, there's no way I see him really leading this team, but I see them if they needed to take someone. Taking A.J. Dillon, running back out of Boston College, I think this is what they wanted Fournette to be, but Fournette never was. And we know he's already on the trade block. Yeah. He's going to be on a new team, I guarantee you, by the end of the summer. Yeah, you you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if the Jags made a draft day move and packaged Leonard Fournette in that. Uh, that's the reports coming out now. JC, man, I like your 32 through 28, buddy. Awesome job. Um, I think we're pretty close in what we do. So is what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit up a real quick, uh, I'm going to do a 27 through 20, and then you'll do your 27 through 20, and then we'll do the 19 through 11. Sound good? Sounds good. Let's go, brother. All right, 27, I'm going with the Raiders. 26, I'm going with the Jags. 25, I got the Colts. 24, the Chargers. 23, the Steelers. 22, the Falcons. The Broncos are going to come in at 21, and uh, I think that's yep. to you. Yep, that's good. Okay, so 27, I got the Falcons, 26, the Miami Dolphins, 25, the Cleveland Browns, 24, the Denver Broncos, uh, 23, I got the Indianapolis Colts. Am I doing too many? I think I did too many. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> one, two, no. Colts. Yeah, Colts were the last one. And 23 to Indianapolis Colts. Back to you, man. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Go to 21 because I went to uh, 21. Oh, okay. Gotcha. My bad, brother. So 23 to Indianapolis Colts, 22 to New England Patriots, and 21 to San Francisco 49ers. I think they're going to definitely take a dip unless they go quarterback and uh, kind of get ready to replace Garoppolo. So that's an interesting thing there. We, uh, we're we pretty close, I can tell, but the 49ers, I had at four, and you had them at 21. Wow. So that's a int- – yeah, you know what? Um We'll see what I, I, yeah. I debated. Man. <laughs> I debated on the 49ers, and it was such a tough call. But all right, let me go my 20 through 11, and then I'll let you do yours. All right. So at 20, I got. Yeah, I want to I go back and touch on the 49ers after you're done. For sure, for sure. 20, I got the Bills. 19, I got the Lions. 18, we're going to go with the Texans. 17, the Panthers. 
16, the Giants, 15, the Patriots. I actually have the Browns at 14, and I think I'm trying to give some – I'm not a Browns fan. I live in Northeastern Ohio. Probably every single one of my friends are either Browns or Steelers <laughs> fans. I'm trying to give them some love. I actually originally had them, I, I, I had them a little bit lower, but I tried to just show them some love for whatever it's worth. I got the Rams at 13. I got the Packers at 12, and the Buccaneers I have coming in at 11. I know you had them. Nice. I still have them as a top 15, yeah. Yeah, I'm at 6-11. Not bad, bad at all. And so really, to, to touch really quick on the San Francisco 49ers, do you feel if they got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo that they could make it back to the Super Bowl? Or is Jimmy their guy? Wow, man, you put me on the spot. Um, yeah, that's a good question. So that is a great question. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a game manager. I know not a lot of people throw that tag on him, but I think he is. Um, they're going to live or die by the running game and that uh, Shanahan system, which they have a running game. I think if – and we'll do our post-draft rankings change. I think if they land a big-time wide receiver, I – I want to say Jimmy can get him there. I don't know if Jimmy can take him all the way. I think that's a wait-and-see thing, man. What do you think? I think that if they were to draft a quarterback, and we're, and again, we won't go too deep into it, but if they were to draft a quarterback or sign a quarterback, and this is what people aren't thinking of, Cam Newton, James Winston. I would take Cam Newton. I would sign him. I would keep him right behind Jimmy getting ready to play. You're telling me if you were the San Francisco 49ers or if you had a fancy football team that had Cam Newton on it and he joined the Niners, you wouldn't want to start him over Garoppolo. Just think about that for a second. He's in his prime still. He's ready to play. So I really think you need to go out there, get a guy like him, sign on a player like like a Newton or even Winston, but definitely Newton in my book. And I feel that's going to get them back to the Super Bowl. I personally don't think they're going to get there, but uh, but we'll have to see. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, that was my that was my thing on him. I like it. You know what? I uh, I'm just leery of Cam's shoulder because last year in training camp he was throwing well too, and you know everybody he was all the hype, and you know Cam's back and he wasn't. So that would be my leery there. But if he is back to Cam, then Cam oh and the Niners that would be sick. Top ten QB. I like it, buddy. JC, I like it. Does that get the big black seal of approval if Cam Newton is back and goes to the Niners? Let's see. Hey, Rhonda. I'm asking my secretary. Rhonda! Hey, does that get the big black sale approval? She's on the phone. All right. She's not. Yes, yes, it does. That gets the big black sale approval right there. Cam Newton to the San Francisco 49ers. He will be a top 10 fantasy QB. Boom. Big black sale approval, brother. Give me your 20 through 11, bud. All right, let's do it, man. Number 20, my my Las Vegas Raiders. I got 20. I feel like they've established themselves with Dan Waller and Josh Jacobs. 19, Carolina Panthers. 18, those Pittsburgh Steelers. 17, your Philadelphia Eagles. Number 16, the New York Giants. 15, the L.A. Rams. 14, the Tennessee Titans. I feel they're just going to be one of the most solid fantasy football teams out there in all positions. Number 13, Detroit Lions. Let's not forget about them. Number 12, Minnesota Vikings. And finally, number 11, is those Green Bay Packers who always stay fancy football relevant. I like it, man. So uh, we were very close. And, I, I mean, there were a few that were, but we were within, you know, three, yeah. four, five spots. So not bad. So before I end this, like I started this, I said I'm going to put JC and I on the spot. <laughs> more more so him because I thought Let's about this. It. All right. Get, stretch out a little bit, get a little calisthenics in here, stretch the hamstrings. This is what I want. I don't need – you don't have to explain it and how they would go about doing it, but tell me your outlandish, wild Raiders 
draft move, just something completely crazy that the Raider that you would like to see the Raiders do, and then I'll give you mine for the Eagles. Okay, hold on. I'm looking up the Raiders picks right now. Give me right. one second. Okay. All right. I'm just going to do the first round pick. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, right, it doesn't have to be. A, I like it. I like this. Question. An outlandish move. Well, well, while you're looking, do you want me to give mine? Nope, I got it, man. Right, Same got spot. It. Let's go. I got it. Okay. All right, do so, it. Right, right now. Just give you a quick, quick rundown. We have pick twelve and pick nineteen in the first round. So we'll just deal with those two picks right there. What I see them doing is I can see them trading up, trading the number 12 pick and possibly the number 19 pick to get into the top three category and take Chase Young. Oh, take Chase why. Young. I like it. This is why everyone was like, oh, we're, we're going to do two. Oh, we're going to do. No, no, no. This is why. Mayock likes who he has at quarterback and Gruden does too. They want guys that can handle the playbook. Mario is a smart QB. He can get in there. He can produce. Carr's probably on his way out, but I don't see them really going high end on that. They have an established tight end. They have established running back. They'll have a run. They'll get a wide receiver or two and pick in round number three and round number four. They have three picks in round number three. But think about this way. Khalil Mack. Remember when he was with the Raiders? Of course, he's still dominant with the Bears. Uh-huh. He was dominant for us. We got him. People are like, he's from a small, a small school in Buffalo. He's not going to do anything. He came out and demolished everybody. Imagine the Raiders getting a guy like Chase Young with Farrell up there. Um, I forget the guy's last name. Max something, my bad brother, but he was doing great last year too. Imagine having the front four to just demolish people and really bring that Raiders defense. Max Williams, that's his name. Bring that, Raven, bring that Raiders defense back. I see them moving up getting those two first-round picks away and getting a boy like Chase Young and just destroying this AFC West. Man, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that oh. that uh, that Ohio State game when Buffalo came to play them oh and, you, and you had Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, <laughs> that was legit sick. Man, I like that. That's crazy. crazy. I like the craziness. I'm going to tell you mine. I think that they – and I don't know how they're going to do it or if they're going to do it. The Eagles went defense and free agency. They went defense across the board. That tells me Howie Roseman is going to get Carson Wentz weapons. Carson Wentz probably went in there and said, listen, you guys made me a franchise quarterback. You want me to do more even though I passed for 4,000 yards without a wide receiver going <laughs> over 500. What do you want me to do? Get me weapons. The Eagles move up and draft Jerry Judy. They come back into the bottom. They come back into the bottom of the first and date Jalen Rager. There it is. That's huge. There it is. That's huge. So, so you feel like they can just double down and just say, "Listen, we have Alshon who could be coming back healthy. We have Jax coming back healthy." But almost like, "Listen, guys, you had your chance last year. We need some young boys. You can help them, you know, get ready for the for the NFL." But we got We got to revamp this wide receiver. You know what? They got Miles Sanders last year. Okay, we drafted right. Andre Dillard to take Jason Peters' spot. Okay. Sorry about that. I, d- I did not put my oh, I did not put my phone on do not disturb. <laughs> sorry about that. They drafted Sound like the <laughs> they they drafted Andre Dillard last year. He's going to take that left tackle spot. They have a good line. They got Miles Sanders. We got Zach Ertz. We got Dallas Goder. Free agency and defense. What do they need? They need wide receivers. Jerry Judy, Jalen Rager, Philadelphia Eagles. He's JC. Fly, fly. He's J.C. Cribs. 
<laughs> That's Jay Poe. Hey, guys, so, thank you so much for joining us. Also, hey, what best wishes to, to hopefully seeing an Eagles Raiders Super Bowl sometimes in our in our I'll buy it. Year. I'll with that. I'll buy it, man. <laughs> hey, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us again uh, on our second episode of our podcast. Again, this is Big Black and the Fat. Please follow us back on Twitter. That is all capitals B-B-A-N-D-T-F. What you got for him, Bo? That's all I got, man. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us our Anchor podcast. If you play your fantasy football leagues on Sleeper, we have the Big Black and the Fat Sleeper channel. Everything that's posted on our Twitter is also posted to the Sleeper channel. So follow us there, too. Give us a shout-out, man. Follow us. I hope you all like what we're doing we're trying our hardest we're putting our love into this thanks for everything guys we appreciate you all right guys as always stay safe stay humble and take care of each other peace